What's up, what up, what's happening, y'all? Here's the Hers Uncensored, Uncensored. Al Shea, Whitney, Whitney, and Al Shea. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to everybody. How y'all feeling? We hope y'all feeling real good. So, how are we going to do this today, babe? Well. What are we talking about? First of all, everybody, we're getting married on Friday. Oh, facts, facts, getting married on Friday. January 8, 2021. Bring it in the year. Strong. Ooh, real strong. So. That's why we. Uh, been MIA. Yeah, and been MIA. We missed last week. Then we brought one the week before. Then we missed the other week because, you know, I think that's when we got engaged or whatsoever. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's all a blur. Yeah, it's it's, it's been a lot going on. <laughs> it's been a lot going on. Um. So. Me and Babe are getting married mm-hmm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. We're having a small, intimate COVID, COVID. wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also having a ceremony in April of 2022 because I've always wanted a destination wedding. Babe gives me everything I want. So <laughs> that's that. But anywho, um, speaking of getting married, uh, one of the topics that we wanted to just bring in was uh, something that Babe saw on Facebook. It was like, would you sign a prenup? If your partner wanted one? Or actually, no, it says, would you sign a prenup or ask your partner to sign one? Why or why not? Right. So I'd like you to start that. Me? Yep. Um. So basically, I guess, would you ask or would you <clears throat> want to? Uh, rather it was asked or not asked. I mean, I see reasons why people would. When I saw it, I was like, I mean, I could see why people would want to prenup. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got everything and you were getting with somebody who had nothing, would you sign the prenup? I mean, like, I mean, would they ask you to sign a prenup? And it was like, yeah, man, like, you ain't bringing it to the table, sign it, yes or no. But on the other hand, I think if you have nothing and you're getting with somebody who asks, who has everything, I mean, like, you can ask for a prenup as well because they could just take advantage of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it goes both ways. Like, just because you have everything, it doesn't mean that you have to abuse me because I'm not going to get anything because I don't sign this piece of paper. I think if the person loves you, they should be able to sign a prenup when you have nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like saying, like, I mean, do you plan on losing me? You know what I'm saying, like, we have to come to the prenup arrangement of agreement of I can't do nothing, you can't do nothing. It's not going to be one-sided just mm-hmm. because you got everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see anything wrong with signing a prenup because it's supposed to protect the person. But I think the person that has nothing also needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Very valid point. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? So my only <laughs> thought ever about a prenup, and it, it's still a question that I would have, is I guess the thought came to me after I became a person with a child. Um, going into relationships, I've always, you know, thought of myself of being successful. And now that I am with Babe, I also see that my success is going to be catapulted as well as his success being catapulted because we support each other. 
So my my thought has always been, um, I don't want anybody else to be able to come and get what we worked hard for. Mm-hmm. So if it were, I don't know if this affects it, but like with someone who, like for taxes, if you are behind on your taxes, I know that your spouse could possibly become responsible or take on your debt if you guys file together. So I always thought like, if which is not our case, but the, what I've ever thought about for a prenup is if the person was behind on child support or all of a sudden the household income goes up because they are now together, does that make me responsible for that person's child support? And I don't know because I, I, I would feel like if... A person is trying to come after the more money because they know like more money is being made then that's kind of just like you coming up and not dealing with what you already were, were was given so that was my always my question i guess that's probably a question i need to ask sorry if you're mm-hmm. listening but that's what i thought about um in that sense for me i guess because and maybe this is my independent mindset i've never thought about being on the losing end where you said it'd be the person who have nothing. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that because I know that I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. So that has, that's literally only been my thought is like something like in a situation like that, because I feel like me and babe, especially we're going to take off. Like things right. are going to happen for us. We're praying for it. We're manifesting. We're making, we're going to get it. So we go from what we have now to combine making more as a business I don't want that to be jeopardized, but I don't think of, I guess I've never thought of a prenup like protecting me mm-hmm. because I know that I'm always going to like, I just have my, that that's how big my faith is in God that I'm going to always win. But if they hit a lick and then he got, <laughs> he got triple what I got, you know? So you pretty much trying to protect yourself from outside before it's not necessarily the person you're getting. Right. With. Okay. And so I don't even know if that's enough, something that could happen. Uh, it sounds like, it, I mean, it sounds like you're taking the alimony approach to the prenup. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't, like, I don't know about as alimony. As, as, I don't as, know as, about not necessarily alimony as far as alimony, but like as far as child support. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you're like talking about alimony as if it's you're talking about child support as if, as if it's alimony. Like, mm-hmm. say, you know what I'm saying, I was married before, um, and I was getting big bread and paying alimony. Mm-hmm. Then we get married. Like, is it going to be coming out of your pocket as well? Mm-hmm. Um, if, I don't think child support works like that. Like, that's my debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's my child. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be held accountable for my child. Like, your income isn't going to be... But I'm, I'm thinking. Of, in I'm not thinking. Like, huh? I mean, I I don't think that would happen. You know, I I could. It doesn't make sense. But like, I didn't look for that in the law. You know what I'm saying? It'd but you know, also like, like yeah. I've I've heard of couples like they get with a partner who's behind in taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then they file their taxes together. Now they have taken on their partner's yeah, taxes. Facts. So I, that's what yeah. made me think that only time I've ever considered it is when that. It was a conversation that okay. I had. So or, it was. So you were thinking about taxes, but just use that as another example, right? Because then okay. they were, you know, I was like, well, dang, could that could that be like if you are in arrears for child support? And yeah, because I think like as far as debt goes, like say I'm in crazy debt, 
if I pass away, my debt goes to Asher. I think. What? I believe that's that's how that works. Mm. Like you, you still owe money. Like people who you like your offspring take care of your debt. Really? Yeah, I believe so. What? Don't quote me. I believe that's a, that's something that I heard. Ooh, I didn't okay. really see. <laughs> I really didn't see the. Uh, I didn't see it, but I I, I heard that. Mm. So I mean, if y'all out there, y'all know. I'm saying like, let us know. We'll but, have you on the show. Right. Um. But um. I guess it's time to take a break and we'll come back. Maybe we'll continue to talk about this or we'll go to our real topic. Um, here's a hers and sister, Alshay and Whitney. Whitney and Alshay. We'll be back. All right, y'all. We back. We back. We back. His hers uncensored. I'll share with you. With you now, Shay. All right, baby. So what are we doing? What are we doing? So I do want to go ahead and talk about the first, the, the three loves, because I'm actually I have a draft of this um, as a blog. So this is just gonna make me want to do it. <laughs> make okay. me really get it out there, because um, I think it's very important. Um, but I saw this meme before, and then it's crazy that Babe saw it. Uh, but there are. You experience or fall in love. I don't want to say in love because I think that's a deeper connection. Mm -hmm. But I do think that you have love or you experience love three types of ways in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first love is the love that happens when you're young. That's generally called puppy love. You eventually grow apart or call it quits over silly things. When you get older, you may look back and think... And it really wasn't love. But the truth is, it was it, it was just the love that you knew love to be. So how you understood love to be at that age. Mm-hmm. The second love is a hard one. You get hurt in this one. The love teaches you lessons and makes you stronger. It includes great pain, lies, betrayal, abuse, drama, and damage. But this is the one where you grow. You realize what we love and love what we don't love about love. So you realize what you love about love and realize what you don't love about love. Now we know the difference between good and bad humans. Now we become close, careful, cautious, and considerate. Uh, We know exactly what we want and don't want at this point. And the third love, it comes to you blindly, no warning. It creeps on you silently. Don't go looking for this love. It comes to you. You can put up any wall you want and it will be broke down. You'll find yourself caring about that person without trying. They look nothing like your usual crush types. But you get lost in their eyes daily. You see beauty in in their imperfections. You try to hide nothing from them. You want marriage and family with them. You you thank the universe for them. You truly love them. Starting with the first love. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember my first love uh, from the meme that I read. It is a puppy love. And I feel that first love was my high school relationship. um, Because... It was what I knew love to be. Like, the, um, I guess I want to say consistency, but it's like a, a, a inconsistent consistency of the back and forth in high school, the, the different drama there. Um, you experience like first kisses or first feelings. Um, but it's, 
like I remember a big deal for me was like we started sharing a locker and it was just like okay <laughs> this is our pseudo home because nobody's gonna mess up our locker space but you know I remember girls like leaving dropping notes in there because they knew we shared a locker they were mad about it at the time I was like why would you let this happen to me but you know I think about it like we were both childish uh for me to even when I look back on this for me to even be like I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life like no I do know people who married their high school crushes but we were definitely incompatible to be trying to build a family or anything and I don't even know why at 15 I thought I knew what I wanted but it was the love that I experienced before I experienced the world. So <laughs> that's what I knew to be love, I guess. Okay. Um, my first love, it was around the same area, high school. Um, but I think my first love, I experienced uh, first and second love. You know what I'm saying? But not to take away from my second love, it, like, it kind of blends in, you know what I mean? Because, like, you're young, like, I, I was always a deep type of person, you know what I'm saying? I always looked deeper into whatever situation I was in. But, um, yeah, my first love, you know what I'm saying, uh, high school, she was just, she was just for the world, you know what I'm saying? She was a whole thought box, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she was just out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, she was, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know no better, I was young, boy, you know what I mean? Uh, Tried to turn a hoe to a housewife. You feel me? But uh, <laughs> I feel the same way. My, you know my, my, my um, first love was definitely for the streets. You know what I'm saying? But I just knew that that was the one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but yeah, you know, I was just there. You know what I mean? I was in awe. Like, oh, yeah, she bad. She did all this and all that. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I ain't really too much more to say <laughs> What do you think that you learned from the first love? Like, what do you think that, what can you uh, gather that you learned from your first love? These hoes ain't loyal. Uh, <laughs> that's what I learned. That's these crazy. Hoes ain't loyal. That's that's I learned about me. I learned that, um, uh, I, can I say I learned about me then or later? I mean, like, I knew that I loved easy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? That's what taught me to be the person I am now. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? These chicks ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? Anything's possible. She could do what she want to do. You know what I'm saying? She could tell me anything. And unless I have proof, you know I mean, her word is, you know what I'm saying, law. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You could tell me you was doing whatever you was doing unless I had proof. And you could never get any proof. You know what I'm saying? I was a young boy. I had no will. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no cell phones out, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't getting pictures or nothing, you know what I mean? So, it was what it was. Like, that's how you feel. I forget, you know, just reminded that you are four years older than me. Because I was like, <laughs> what you mean? When no cell phones out in high school. I had a cell phone in high school. But uh, it was 10 cent a text. So right, right, I was right. trying to get right. my, use as much abbreviation as possible. Um, but... Yeah, my my first love, like I said, I literally look back at it like, I mean, did I even understand love, like the concept of love? Uh, Especially, it's definitely not what I feel now. Like, that's why I said I didn't want to say in love because I literally just said that to babe. I said, I think I have had love for people Mm -hmm. in relationships. I, I literally said this to you last week. But you are the first person that I feel like I've been in love with because that to me is a deeper understanding and a deeper construct of love like to be in love with somebody like it just sounds like 
overwhelmingly and abundantly mm-hmm. in something. Like it doesn't. It's just not the same as being like love you. Yeah, like supposed to be talking about. Huh? No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> in love, you know. So that's why, that's why when I just just point out that point. But for my first love, I do feel like I learned a lot about um, love and the feelings. Um, and I, I think about it, it was like literally before I was experienced the world. Like after I went to college, and I kind of like experienced more things than just your where you grew up it was just kind of like what were you like what what have you really been putting up with like mm-hmm. seriously but now it's time to take a break right so <laughs> we're gonna be back right after this short little break <laughs> All right, y'all. We back. We back. We back. Hither, hers, uncensored. Our Shay, Whitney, Whitney, and our Shay. So, uh, so where we at? Our, our the second, second love? love, the hard one. Okay. You get hurt with this one. And do you want to start? Because I started with that. Um, I can start with this. Okay. The second love. Okay, my second love. Like, like I said, it was blended through the uh, between the first and second one. And the only reason why I say that is because, you know, I got hurt in that in that in that first one. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, she was for the she was for the world. You know what I'm saying? But um in the second one, you know, they talk about all the drama and all that stuff in there. Um I think in the second one is where you learn to uh communicate a little more without just being young. Like you're still young, but you try to communicate just a little bit more, or you're becoming your individual self. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like you're you're still trying to figure yourself out with this individual. So you try to be understanding. You try to treat people like they're adults. You know what I'm saying for whatever age you are in where you start being aware of your need, your own needs, you know what I'm saying? And that's where all the drama and all the um, uh, brutality and the, the pain and the lies come in because, you know what I'm saying, you're you're trying to live your own life right after your parents, you know what I'm saying, house, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're trying to make your own rules, but there's really no room to make your own rules because you still have to compromise with this other person, you know what I'm saying? So, like... Um, yeah, that's that's what I got through my second love. Uh, um, dealing with that. Definitely, I feel like in that line where it said, this love includes great pain, lies, betrayal, abuse, drama, and damage. I feel like I definitely experienced that um, in my second love. And I, I want to say that I don't even know that it was a love like a romantic love that I was feeling but I really felt a maternal love if that makes sense because I wanted so much I guess to do exactly what um K. Michelle said but I was trying to raise a man and that's where all the other things because I just wanted to do right by this person and they they did the opposite of everything that I was trying to do like it was unappreciated taken for granted you know, I continue to think that 
you can get better, you can do better because there's better out there. Mm-hmm. And they, I had to realize that they have to want it for themselves in order to be a better person. And it also was my, my, where it says where we grow. Like I have, ex- I experienced so much growth because I, I had to understand that there is a good person and there are people who are bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I do not feel that we, we, I think in the beginning it was very innocent for both people, but it was like, oh, I, now I noticed that this girl is going to ride for me or help me or take care of me regardless. So I'm taking advantage of the fact. Right. And for me, it was like, after coming to the realization of what was going on, I literally took off my rose colored glasses and I was like, this situation is pretty effed up. Like, you know how they say that you could, you start breaking up with somebody half the time before you guys actually break up. I look back and I, I literally see the transition of me starting to distance myself from a relationship, but it was just drawn out because I continue to still want better for the person, you know, like even though they didn't want better for themselves and definitely didn't want better for me. Right. Like, so it was a place of hurt because I'm like, I'm just giving to you to try to help you have a better life. And you're just taking and not filling my tank and not supporting me. And, not assisting me in any of those things. And um, that was a very hard love. But I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't feel like I was ever in love. And I honestly don't know if it was truly a romantic love. It was more of a maternal, I want better for you right. type thing. Yeah, I think me, it was, um, uh, like, like I said, I was always more conscious than my age. So I... With, with me, I, I guess, like, I, I got taken advantage of because I'm like, you know, I never wanted to just have a senseless argument. So I was just like, yeah, this, this is not worth arguing about. This is not worth arguing about. Um, things that were, I always changed myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's all right. I, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't no real reason to be arguing about this. It's something small. You know what I'm saying? So I was always stretched. I, I, I guess it's called stretched in mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm always converting for the individual um, just to get rid of a pointless argument that I felt because I felt as though it was pointless. You know what I'm saying? But to that person, it was, you know, that they could have been being selfish, you know, and they were probably trying to find themselves as well. You know I mean, like, you know, because we, we know it's a lot going on in our community as far our culture our culture as far as black people you know what I'm saying it's so much that needs to be fixed there um so you know what I mean yeah it, it was what it was you know wearing the pants who's wearing the pants you know what I mean like you know compromising not compromising uh overreacting not reacting that's a lot of stuff that I dealt with in my second love and, and when it says, you know, that you learn about yourself and you learn a lot with your second love, I really do feel like I did. I learned what I wanted. I learned what I, especially 
concretely know what I did not want. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to experience that again. Like, I'm, I'm disgusted with myself. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, I don't want to... I know I don't want to go there again. Like, that's for sure. Like, even if I was still filtering through and trying to figure out what I wanted, I knew for sure what I didn't want. Right. But, um, all right, we're going to take another quick break, and we're going to be right back. His or hers uncensored. I'll share with me. Alright y'all, we back. His or hers uncensored. I'll share Whitney Whitney and I'll share. And uh what is it? We're going on to the uh third love. The third love. Yeah, you can start this one. This one comes blindly. And I honestly, when I read it, um, prior to you even bringing this to me, like mm-hmm. I laughed because yeah, I'm like I felt the same way. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, like everybody who's been following the podcast kind of knows our story, but to be more in-depth about myself, yes, um, we were basically blindly introduced to each other but at the time I wasn't even looking for like I was literally chilling like I was like I'm good I haven't been dealing with nobody for 18 months I'm okay I'm good I'm just trying to be a mom and I was you know in school and had my other you know I really was super focused like if, if I could say anything it was I wasn't thinking I had put my prayer out there like this is what I do want but I was like, you know, send them, send them when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw this, I was just like, wow, I really feel like this is the epitome of me and my third love, my forever love. Like, it definitely came in silently creeping around the corner. Like, even in the midst of us meeting, I said, I don't want a relationship. Um, I put up walls. You know, but they were gone. You know, I was caring about him and his well-being. And even without trying, that just brings me back to the whole um, accident situation where I was just like, okay, I'm going to call out of work and I'm going to come be at the hospital with you all day. <laughs> like, and I was, that was that, a month or so in, but I was mm-hmm. like, I care. Like, I really want to know, is he okay? Because right. you can't. It was like genuine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, you're going to be my boyfriend or you're going to be my girlfriend. It was just like. You know, we were genuinely enjoying each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay, just to, you know, my part is her too, so. <laughs> I ain't even got to say, yeah, my third love. Was da, 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 da. Well, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about each other. <laughs> but when I. I Unless you talk about somebody no, else. Who you talking about? You, I'm talking about you. I, when I read it, though, like I literally, that's why I was, it's so hard for me to write. Not hard, but when I write this blog, it's like, I get into the third love and I'm like, this is a whole nother blog. Right. <laughs> like because it's like <laughs> I it resonates so heavy with me because I'm just like I wasn't looking for you like right. I literally had a conversation with one of my girlfriends today and she was just like I remember when you prayed for him before even knowing him like mm-hmm. I remember you saying I'm gonna just put it out there this is who my guy's gonna be this is what I want guy and I was spe- specific down to his and I, you know, I, I I talked about that because I said, I said I want him to have a love for God, and you know I was like, 
thinking about it because I was like, you know, you didn't really go to church with me much. You went. Mm-hmm. But our relationship, like I said, the church is not the actual building. Mm-hmm. It is within you. And I know that if I need to come to you for prayer or to pray with you or you remind me to pray, like, that's a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's still he has a relationship with God. Like, I knew I couldn't be with no atheist. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So... I just think about that third love and I'm just like, I mean, this is definitely it. And this was, I thought about this. I started writing this before we even got engaged because mm-hmm. I felt like you were that one for me. Like that was my person. Mm. So, so you've been writing this for a while, huh? Yeah. I haven't <laughs> finished it, but it's in my drafts. Um, and that's one thing I'm going to do more in 2021 is I'm going to blog more. Mm-hmm. So I miss it. Yeah. Me, it, it was um pretty much the same. You know, I was comfortable getting comfortable you know what i'm saying like really finding myself you know what i'm saying like learning myself just you know what i mean just getting to know our shay more and accepting him more and allowing him to do more you know what i'm saying instead of catering to other people all the time um so i was just doing that and uh we met and it was like you know this is me you know what i'm saying i'm trying to take care of me and she was like i'm trying to take care of me and Okay, well, all right, well, that's out of the way. So, um, trying to eat? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to eat, trying to watch a movie. I'm trying to watch a movie. Uh, yeah, I got a child, I got a child. You know what I'm saying? How old? How old? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to the airport. I'll give you a ride. Are you for real? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the stuff that, that we did. You know what I mean? Um, well, I'm taking my daughter to the museum. You want to come? Yeah, I'll come with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was just. You know, like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I like I like how you vibing. You like how I'm vibing. All right, cool. It wasn't no really making time for each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, we just vibed like that. It was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't think we tried to do anything. Mm-mm. It was like, if I could do it, I could do it. If I can't, I can't. Um, but we were on the phone all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, all the time. Like... <laughs> Like it, it, it. It's not like we made time. It, the time was already there. You know what I'm saying like it, everything was just. It just happened. You know what I'm saying like it's really hard to put it in words because it just happened. It's like it, it's like turning on a light switch. You don't see all the wires that's connected behind it and and how it's traveling from the switch to the light. It just happens instantly. It's like dang, you ain't even had to do nothing else. You know what I mean? Um, that's literally it. Like, there's <laughs> really nothing else to say about it. The, it just happened without looking for it. You know what I mean? And that's the big thing. It happened without looking for it. You know what I'm saying? So you you can't really talk about it because you weren't looking for it. You know what I'm but saying? I, there's no steps that there's I have no to say to get to him or I can't tell you how to manifest. I can't do that. Like, I can just say that be yourself right. and prepare for what you pray for. Right. Actually know you and introduce you to the other person. You know what I'm saying? And that person know them and introduce them to you. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? And that way there's no surprises. There's no no uh, alter egos. There's no, what's the word we always say, babe? Representative. There, yeah, there's no representative. It's just you and that other person. And y'all vibe on the same page. 
I'm saying? Babe, you ready to be with me forever, like the rest of your life? If y'all know from these other podcasts, we always talk about it. I'm saying before the engagement and this wedding, she was already going to be with me for the rest of life. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Period. You know what I'm saying? She couldn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Which is okay because she's a girl. I'm saying she's a lady. But yeah, babe, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do this. Um, yeah. But that's it. His or hers on sister. Uh, I'll share Whitney. Sister. Whitney and I'll share. When we're we come back, engaged. I'll be I mean, Mrs. Yeah. Sutherland. Right. S-O-U. S-O-U. You know what I'm saying? We gonna be married. I mean, January 8th. All right, y'all. We out.